Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Before we dive into this episode, I need to tell you about the newest Skin Grip launch. I don't usually brag about products that much, but when there are genuine companies out there making life with diabetes easier, I really do think that everybody should know about them. Skin Grip just launched their newest Skin Grip Mats collection for the Dexcom G Sits and Freestyle Libre. Not only is this a smaller in size, high performance, and non-frightening option, but let me tell you, it works. I was lucky enough to be able to try them out, and first of all, this thing did not even lift. And the more impressive thing is that I was wearing my Dexcom on my leg at this time. And we all know that that is not always possible. What I really loved about it was that it's really discreet, which I really appreciated. As much as I'm comfortable showing off my diabetes, sometimes I just want my devices to lay low. This new collection is all about Matt's performance, Matt's protection, and Matt's comfort. You can try them out for yourself at skingrip.com using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, to save. Now let's dive into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Keep 100 Radio. I'm super excited to be back. I'm live from the studio, which is weird because usually these so- solo episodes I'm recording from my little office uh, Yeti microphone, so this is fun and exciting. But I wanted to come on to today's podcast and really talk about four habits that I live by for my morning routine, specifically because going into the new year, it can feel like there's a lot of pressure really feeling like you have to create this whole new routine for yourself, really feeling like you have to have this checklist mentality of if I do X, Y, and Z, I can finally feel, you know, sustainable my blood sugars. I can feel like I can have that predictability in my day. And in reality, I really feel like it doesn't have to be so complicated. We kind of complicated ourselves sometimes. So at the end of the day, my whole Uh, you know, like take on this is that if we can create systems in our routine, we can kind of create these autopilot behaviors that naturally support our blood sugars. So I want to walk through today the four kind of non-negotiable habits that just naturally occurred through my day, which I've really taken the past year or so to build onto that can really support my blood sugars, make me feel solid in my routine without feeling like I'm living by a routine. So at the end of the day, I just don't think that diabetes should be something that your life is constantly revolving around, something that you constantly have to check in on. But I really think that it can be something that fits into the lifestyle that you choose to have. And that's something really important here that I want to make the note of is that you get to choose what lifestyle that you have at the end of the day. If you are somebody who is active, if you're a college student, if you are a mom living with type 1 diabetes, In whatever way that you choose to live your life, you can have a routine that supports you. And that's really my approach to diabetes management. And that's why I think that diabetes is not one size fits all. So at the end of the day, I really think like your morning sets you up for the rest of your day when when it comes down to it. We can create systems that not only support our entire blood sugar management as a whole, but supports our day and sets us up for success for the hours following. So, you know, when you think of kind of on a 24-hour timeline, we think of our timing range, 
your morning is about four hours of your day that if we can nail down those boluses, those decisions, we can really set ourselves up for success the rest of the day. So that's four out of the 24 hours, which is what a sixth of your day. So when you put that into percentage wise, that is contributing to that 70% goal that maybe our endos have for us or whatever your personal goal is. So when we're thinking about those, you know, that routine that supports that, I want you to ask yourself what can support those four hours of your day. Now, the reason why I'm saying four hours is because simply my morning, like my morning starts at 8 a.m. and it ends when I eat lunch at 12 p.m. So when I can ensure that those four hours are in range and they're feeling supportive, I feel like I'm energized for my day. I'm feeling like I can show up for my clients in a better way. I feel like I can show up on this podcast a better way. So all in all, just giving you the assurance that, you know, you can take on the day, whatever you choose to do with it. So this is my breakdown of four non-negotiables that I have in my day. Um, and this is going to be specific for you know, my my routine, but this is also going to be specific for the uh, people who menstruate in the community. So uh, if you are not one of those, then maybe this first point won't <laughs> won't really resonate with you. But the very first thing that I do in my, my day is I measure my basal body temperature. Now, I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. So if you are new and you haven't heard of this term, I highly recommend going to, uh, you know, taking a scroll through Spotify or Apple Podcasts and just kind of looking at those other episodes. I'll also link them in the show notes. But if you've never heard of this term, your basal body temperature is your temperature at rest. So this is the temperature of your body before you even wake up in the morning, before you're taking your first sip of water, before you're even using the bathroom or eating. And this is really important because (laughs) I know it can feel like an extra layer added onto our diabetes management. It's another number. But at the end of the day, this is going to be really, really important as somebody who menstruates and somebody who has that cycle. Your basal body temperature is essentially giving you more information about where you are in your cycle. So, um, you know, I'm looking for where is that temperature? Is it higher or is it sitting lower? So when I'm seeing different rises or drops in my temperature, that can indicate when I'm switching phases. I'm not going to dive too far into those specific phases because we do have a lot of other episodes referring to exactly what I'm talking about. But what I do with this information is that tells me what to expect for the rest of my day when it comes to my insulin sensitivity. Your insulin or your sorry, your hormone shifts play a huge role in how your body responds to insulin. So if we can understand this before we're even getting started on our day, we can really understand what, you know, what's going to happen moving forward? How can I be proactive on this? And I know that it's really common that we kind of look at apps for our cycle or we just kind of wait for the resistance to already happen. But imagine what you could do differently when you already see that coming. So this is when I'm being really proactive in like, how am I changing my ba- my bolus approach? So am I changing my pre-bolus timing? Am I changing my carb ratio? Am I changing my basal profiles? Like what needs to change to uh, support this insulin sensitivity shift? And at the end of the day, that's telling me so much and it's allowing me to not feel so frustrated by the results that happen. Instead, I'm feeling like I can look ahead and know exactly how my body will respond more or less. Now, this does take some troubleshooting, so it's a bit of a learning curve, but I promise you it's the most empowering thing that you can learn about your body. 
So how do I do this? How do I measure it? There's a few different ways. And again, we've talked about this a few times before, but you can either use a basal body uh, temperature thermometer. So like you can go to any any uh, like Walgreens or pharmacy and find one of those. But you want to be really careful with that, that you are measuring at the same time every day before you get out of bed, before you take your, take your sip of water. So instead, what I use, because I know that I do not wake up at the same time every day, I know that I will forget. I use a device called the Temp Drop. Now, I know that some people might be thinking, another device, uh, what the heck, I already wear my Dexcom, my insulin pump, and to me, it doesn't bother me. I sleep through it. But essentially what this is, is an armband. It can go right on either arm, does not matter. And that's consistently taking your temperature throughout the night and giving you your basal body temperature in the morning once you sync it with the app. I think it's an amazing tool. It's one of those things you don't even really need to think about. And it's still giving you such intentional information in the start of your morning. So that is my first habit, non-negotiable every single morning. That is something that I do that really allows me to set my day up for success. Now, number two is setting up my bolus anchor. I always get questions about what the heck is a bolus anchor. I do have another episode on this, which I will link in the show notes as well. But if you are somebody who's ever read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, this is a kind of like a term that um, I came up with based off of that book. It's all about going off the concept of habit anchoring. And instead, we call it a bolus anchor. So if you've ever heard of Uh, habit anchoring, it's essentially a way to set up intentional habits throughout your day that can, you know, just become again on autopilot. So what we're doing is we are taking a pre-existing behavior, so something that you're already doing in your day. It can be anything, anything from brushing your teeth, making your pot of coffee, taking your dogs for a walk, um, literally anything that you automatically do, opening up your laptop for your day of work. And we, what we are doing is we are attaching a new habit onto this. So for me, for a while, I really struggled with pre-bolusing for breakfast. I would sit down to eat and all of a sudden I would see my plate in front of me and say, oh shit, I need to like figure this out. And what that always did was led to a quick blood sugar spike and it just never felt good. So using the concept of bolus anchoring, I was able to set up an anchor for my morning. So now every single morning after I get out of bed, I go to the bathroom and I brush my teeth, right? Because that's something that no matter what, I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. And what I've done with that is because mainly I have the same breakfast every morning, it's just who I am as a person, has nothing to do with diabetes. But because I have that same breakfast and because I know my basal body temperature, I know how insulin sensitive I am for that day, I can be really intentional about just as I'm brushing my teeth, figuring out what my breakfast bolus is. So really the only way that change changes is if I'm more insulin sensitive or if I'm more insulin resistant and my carb ratio needs to change that day. Um, but otherwise, it's on autopilot. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm taking my pre-bolus. 20 minutes later, I'm sitting down eating breakfast and I don't need to worry about that blood sugar spike. So all in all, it can be a really powerful tool to really automate that behavior. If you're somebody who really struggles with pre-bolusing or even taking the time to sit down and be intentional about that bolus, this is a really great time to anchor that in. Either anchor in the pre-bolus or anchor in a carb count assessment, whatever you need to do to make sure that you're starting off your day off strong. So going into habit number three, 
This one, I'm going to get a lot of eyes rolling at me and I can see them even though I can't see you, but this is just simply drinking water. And yes, this means before your coffee. So I'm, I'm a coffee girl. Trust me. I love my coffee. I have like two cups a day. I like it very specifically made my way, but you're just going eight plus hours without water. You're sleeping for eight, eight to 10 hours. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm getting some eye rolls at that too. Maybe it's sits to sits to 10 hours, let's put it. And your body really needs that hydration. So not only is that going to be important for your other bodily functions, like your energy levels, your just the way that your body functions, but this is going to really support your insulin sensitivity as well. I think of it as like, it helps me get my blood flowing, my, you know, things moving as they need to. And if I'm not hydrated, your body isn't working as optimally as it could. So again, this is another time where you can set up another habit anchor. Be really, you know, intentional about this. So mine is as my coffee is brewing or as I'm getting, um, you know, as I'm waiting for like my, uh, I always have like my Kodiak waffles in the toaster as I'm waiting for those to be finished. I always have a full glass of water before I'm even drinking my coffee. And that's not my first of the day. I'm having, you know, one or two more cups as I'm even eating my breakfast. So it seems really, really simple, but trust me when I say how powerful this tool is going to be for your blood sugars in the long run. So last but not least, you've heard me say this before, and when I'm repetitive about something, it just really goes to show how important it is and how much of an impact that can make on your blood sugars, your day, your energy, everything. And this is a PFF breakfast. If you're new to the show, you know, you're probably wondering what is PFF? This is a really simple way of balancing your plate. We always get clients coming to us asking, you know, I don't know what balance is right for me. I'm trying all these different diets and, you know, none of them are keeping me satiated. None of them are even, you know, feeling good. So how do I balance my plate? So you hear Jess talk about it. She's our nutrition coach inside of Keep 100. But this is, uh, you know, just adding protein, fat, and fiber onto your plate regardless of what you're eating um, so that you can have a well-rounded plate and it kind of helps you meet that insulin timing as well. So in the morning, this is really, really simple for me. All that I do is I'm always having, again, I'm a basic person. <laughs> I have the same breakfast almost every morning. I'm having Kodiak uh, waffles, which have about 12 grams of protein in them. I have half a cup of egg whites, which has another about, I think it's like 10 to 16 grams of protein in it. And then I'm having a side of whatever fruit that I have available at home. So sometimes that's strawberries, sometimes that's zucchini kind of depends on what I'm feeling that day. And I also do this based off of where I am in my cycle because different foods will actually support your cycle in different ways. So really easy way to have that protein. Um, Again, protein will be in the waffles, in the egg whites, Um, your fat component that is also in mixed in the meal, in the waffles. Sometimes I have butter, different things like that. And then fiber inside of that fruit on the side. So really simple. Not only does it support your blood sugars through your insulin timing, but it really supports your hormones as well and your energy levels. I used to always feel a huge crash in my morning because honestly, like all four years of high school and all four years of college, I would simply have a coffee and then a bagel or like a piece of toast and peanut butter. And 
just immediately having that energy crash and now i'm realizing that that balanced meal can really is really supporting your blood sugars which contributes to energy as well so all all in all all of these things so i'll repeat them one measuring your basal body temperature in the morning easiest way to understand your insulin sensitivity habit number two uh, having that bolus anchor. So how can you start your day off with for success by, you know, using your insulin in a strategic way? Number three, um, drinking water. I know, so simple, but yet something that can be so intentional and create a, a great start to your day. And number four, when you have your breakfast, making it PFF. So if you're asking yourself, you know, what the heck can I do to make it PFF? Simply ask yourself, what can I add in? That's my favorite way of putting it. You get to add more into your meal instead of taking away. So all in all, I hope that these tips helped, especially going into the new year when things can feel very, very all or nothing. You don't need to have a checklist. All you need to do is ask yourself, you know, what energy do I need in the morning and how can I set myself up for success? If you are thinking of different ways that you want to do this, but you're not quite sure how and you really need a team behind supporting you, this is your, you know, your invitation to submit an application to our signature coaching program, Keeping It 100. We are currently enrolling for the January cohort, and this is where you can have a whole team on your side along with an amazing community that is doing this together, creating sustainable blood sugar supporting habits that not only work for the 10 weeks, but work, um, you know, the future and beyond. So uh, that link will be in the show notes. Submit your application. We will hop on a call and chat through if this is the best fit for you and the 2023 new year. And I look forward to seeing your application there. And thank you for joining us on today's episode of Keep You 100 Radio. Keep You, ooh, Keep you 100 Radio. <laughs>